Welcome to the How to Code Well podcast. My name is Peter Fisher. I'm a freelance web developer and the host and coding teacher at How to Code Well. Before the show starts, I just want to say a massive thank you to all of the Patreon supporters for supporting this channel and the podcast through these difficult times. If you want to be a supporter, please go to patreon.com forward slash how to code well. Your support is much appreciated. And of course, never miss an episode. Go to howtocodewell.fm to see the previous episodes. Okay, let's get on with the show. Hello, coders, and welcome to another How to Code Well podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about switching careers from care work to web development. And I have the absolute pleasure of speaking to Emily Wallace-Price. Hi, Emily. How's it going? Have you had a good week so far? Hi, uh, yes, had a great week so far. I've got this week as annual leave as was planning on having <laughs> the second part of the Easter holidays off with my son. With the lockdown, it's been great, but it's time off and the weather's been nice. Good. Yeah, the weather has been spectacular recently. It's been brilliant. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. You, you used to be a care worker. And I mean, there's loads to pull apart here. Not only are you, were you a care worker, you're now a Laravel developer, you're self-taught, um, and you've built applications for, for diabetes detection. So there's an awful lot to unpack here. So let, let's start from the very beginning. What kind of care work did you do? Um, quite a variety. After I left college, where I did a health and social care um Oh gosh, MBQ. Um, I went into learning disabilities. Um, so that was usually in a residential setting. Mm-hmm. Um, did that until 2006. Mm-hmm. And then I joined a district nursing team as a healthcare assistant. So I dealt with anything from leg ulcers mm-hmm. to um, palliative care. So providing wow. oh, personal care for people end of life which Mm. was amazing I know it sounds wrong but I found it such a privilege to be part of Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and the end of someone's life and particularly being able to reminisce with them that was always my favorite bit was getting them to reminisce and having that quiet time with me it was very special yeah (laughs) yes because that's a very unique position that um that you you would have um gosh wow and a very emotional uh position too yeah yeah certainly the first couple I looked after it was quite a um but yeah I think taking on that mindset certainly helped yeah um you know sort of turned the oh my gosh you know sort of emotion to like yeah no I feel good about this and Mm -hmm. I'm giving that person Mm -hmm time so yeah 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 yeah. excellent and can can you just say again how long you did that for oh must have been about 10 years wow all in all so yeah crikey okay so so you're a care worker for 10 years um is and that am i correct in assuming that's that that was a profession that you've always wanted to do from from a child yeah, yeah, pretty much. I was always, wow. um, I've got type 1 diabetes, so I've always had sort of healthcare professionals around mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. Um, and everything. So I really sort of felt that I could give, you yeah. know, on, yeah. on that level. So, yeah, it certainly felt 
it's something I would be good at. Gosh. Um, apart from the time that you were able to give, what were the other things that you, you enjoyed about care work? Just meeting such a random scope of people. Yeah. You know, you would, I would look after 90-year-olds that were still full of life and you'll be like, please just slow down, mm. <laughs> you know. And, and then you would have the real battle axes who would be determined to make life really difficult. <laughs> and those were the challenges where I'd like to, you know, break them down and make them smile <laughs> and those were the most rewarding <laughs> wonderful right gosh um so so how did you how did you transition how what was the what was the decision process um can you talk me through that between changing from a care worker to to development because that that is very different <laughs> absolutely and a lot of people say that to me um it actually wasn't my choice. Right. Um, due to my type 1 diabetes, unfortunately, um, I had a couple of seizures, which led to me losing my hypo-awareness, so I couldn't tell when my blood sugars were dropping. Right. Which, in turn, meant I lost my driving license. Mm-hmm. And, of course, doing care work, you need to be mobile. Um, so I then was redeployed into a office-based job um and everything which was different Mm -hmm. um wasn't what I wanted because I was used to being active and being Mm. patient Mm. um but I then started um working with the community manager on manipulating spreadsheets and data Mm -hmm. um so particularly at this time when I was working with them we were getting an awful lot of patients discharged from hospital Mm -hmm. And um, we didn't have enough staff hours to be able to. So I helped build a spreadsheet, which would then do an alert system. So we would have X amount of units of staffing working hours and then do the same for the patient units. Mm -hmm. So it was quite nice being able to build this report. So every day it could go off to Mm -hmm. hospital discharge and say, look, we haven't got the capacity Mm-hmm. to take without not without endangering you know the patients we have um so that's how i started so that that, that was a that was an office role within the still the the, the care sector right is that right yes still yeah, within yeah, district nursing yeah yeah, yeah. So. and you were creating an alert system in a spreadsheet so am i right in thinking that there was an element of form, formal, I can't say it, formula, formula, then yeah. I can't say it, formula, I'm not even going to attempt to say it, the, the, <laughs> you know, creating a formulas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cool. Um, and certainly for someone who I'm rubbish at maths, I had to redo my GCSEs quite a few times. So it's been quite interesting, right. you know, then getting doing that and mm. using that kind of side of my brain was interesting. Right, right. Yeah. And with those uh, with those equations and formulas, you would have a, get a sense of of you know creating variables and assigning mm. data to data sets and that kind of thing. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And I made it quite simple for if I wasn't around. Um, and other people had to use it, it would literally flash up a colour. 
So green for everything's great. We can take more patients. Mm-hmm. And then amber, red, and then black was like, oh, my God, no way. <laughs> um, right. So, yeah, it was quite a fun Good. little system to sort of build. And was that, was would, would you say that was the first sort of stepping stone into the, the to the wonderful world of development? Yeah, I think so. Um, I then sort of did a few little sort of building of um, database systems um for like allocation of work mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. but yeah sort of doing those sorts of things were were quite fun right um yeah so yeah so it then sort of unfortunately my job then um our service went into consultation mm-hmm. so everybody had to reapply for their jobs mm-hmm. um and unfortunately i was going through quite a few health challenges at the time so when it came to my interview, I did horrendous. <laughs> so wasn't offered another job again. So at the time it was like, right, let's, you know, I'll leave work and just focus on my health. And um, then have my little boy. And it was only when he turned about two. Um, my brother and I met up and we went for a walk on the forest. And I was like, I don't know what to do, sort of career-wise because I want to get back out working when Lewis starts school um, because I've always been a worker so for not working for what was it seven years in total Mm. you know it was a real sort of you know what can I do especially with not being able to drive at the time Mm -hmm. and he said oh well why don't you do learn to do code and I was like no don't be silly I'm not clever enough to do anything like that and yeah that's when it sort of he sort of said oh well you've done all the spreadsheet work Mm. and my brother's a developer so Mm -hmm. hence Mm -hmm. why he felt it was appropriate for me Mm -hmm. um and he goes why don't you look on Udemy for courses and you know because they're nice and cheap and just see how you feel about it wow so it went from there (laughs) that's fantastic that is such uh, an inspiring story. So your brother um, obviously knew what you were doing with spreadsheets and pointed you in the direction of code. I mean, that for for, for another developer to take to to say that, especially to a family member, because there's a lot riding on that. You know, that's uh, that's that's brilliant to have a to have a developer that close to you is also really good um, as a from a mentoring point of view. Oh god, yeah, I bug him all the time. <laughs> Unstuck, particularly when I was learning, I was having mm. so many questions, which mm. you know you can't always get answered from the course and sure, everything. Sure. And it takes. Some- do you do you mind if I um, probe into the timeline? So you did the, mm-hmm. the the care work for ten years, and then yeah. am I right in thinking that you were off for seven? Yes. Yeah. So I started doing my studying about three years ago now. Right, right. Um, alongside bringing Lewis up. Yeah. And um, so you started studying three years ago. And when did you become a developer? I mean, <laughs> let, let me just say, let me just say to anybody who's listening to this, you're a developer when you code, regardless of what skill level you are. But in terms of getting into the industry, I should have said, when... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I first, 
I got my first job with an agency uh, September last year. Oh, so wow! Yeah, I've actually only been um, employed. Yeah, developer. Um, yeah, just about six months. Yay! So that's that's so cool. You're nearly coming up to the one year birthday. Yeah. <laughs> the end of this yeah. summer. Wonderful! Oh, brilliant! That's great. Okay, so let's let's talk a little bit more about those Udemy courses. What what kind of courses did you look at first? Uh, first, I just looked at the, you know, PHP courses. You know, sort of talking, doing PHP on the command line, um, and everything. Which at the time I was like, I get it, but I can't quite get how it all fits together. So I thought, right, well, I'll do a course where it's HTML, CSS, PHP, MySQL, you know, do a whole package. And then it made a lot more sense. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And everything. Yeah. And it was like, okay, cool. You know, and sort of doing the practice yeah. sort of apps was great. And it was a real sort of, yeah, I can, I think I can do this. <laughs> yeah, good. Um, development is when you're learning, uh, it's very rewarding because especially web development, because it's very like the feedback loop is so quick. You know, you, you t type a couple of things, refresh the page and off it goes. You can see it. You either did it right or you did it wrong. Um, I mean, that's yeah. how I got in anyway, because <laughs> I was, <laughs> I'm so impatient. Um, <laughs> so, um, so you were focusing on PHP and uh, did you do any JavaScript and CSS? Yep, CSS. Yeah. Uh, JavaScript, my brain struggles a little bit more with. Mm -hmm. So I am planning on doing more studying in JavaScript because it's just one that seems to, my brain doesn't want to absorb quite so well. <laughs> and uh, how many courses did you do? Ooh, um, well, I did a, the next one I did was sort of a Laravel one, which was building like a social app. Mm -hmm. one um the sort of researching you know frameworks was definitely the way forward mm -hmm. um and that and i really liked the way laravel works mm -hmm. and so that was a good one i did a bootstrap one um oh quite a few um database related ones wow. um, yeah quite yeah. a lot what was the um what was the thing that was uh, driving you through all of these these courses? What what was the thing that was keeping you going? Um, well, it was a mixture of sort of, yeah, wanting to get back into work, wanting to be a good role model for my son, Lewis, and being out working, but also because it's so different for me because I really struggled academically at school mm -hmm. and then went into care work which you know is amazing but you don't use your brain the same way you do with development mm -hmm. um so yeah I want, it was sort of wanting to prove to myself that yeah I can do this mm -hmm. I know on paper I wouldn't look like a typical developer mm -hmm. um but yeah it was a real sort of you know I really want to do this good. for myself good yeah yeah that's really good May I just probe a little bit? You just mentioned that um, you use your brain differently when you're a developer versus when you're in care work. Are you able just to sort of um, shape that a little bit more and define what you meant? Um, 
Well, I suppose there are some similarities because you have to problem solve, um, particularly around wound care management or any of the situations. You know, you sometimes need to think out of the box. Yeah. Um, I suppose it's more that development hasn't come naturally to me. Right. Okay. So as for care, it just sort of happened as I've had to plan and learn a lot more with development, Um, which in a way has made it more rewarding for me because it has been something Mm. that hasn't been natural to me. Um, When I've achieved something, it's like, oh, you know, (laughs) and I have a little celebration dance and everything. As we all do. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Um, so yeah, 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 it's, it's definitely a different challenge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, on, on that point, is there anything that you, you feel like you could bring over to development, um, from care work in terms ter- in, in t- patience, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, certainly with bugs and Certainly, I'm learning that walking away from it sometimes is better than to keep plugging at it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which would certainly be a case with care work sometimes that, you know, actually it's better to walk away and come back afresh um, yeah. and everything. Um, and, yeah, totally feel the same. If I get stuck on something, I will end up feeling quite frustrated, which then doesn't mm-hmm. resolve the problem at all because you can't see what's in front of your eyes, mm-hmm. um, which is quite often my case. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I definitely think that's a strong one for me is to think, right, now I'm going to walk away, do something else mm. and come back to it later. Some really good advice there. Um, so at what point in your in your learning journey did you did you feel comfortable to go, okay, I've done all these courses. I've achieved all of this stuff. Now let's go for a job. How, how, how can you explain to me how that transitioned? Yeah, I think once I got my skill levels to a place where I thought, right, I need to start actually building some sites now. Mm. Um, that's where I got in contact with friends um, of charities and was like, right basically i've been learning to do this is there anything i can do to help you out you know website wise um because i thought i need to have a portfolio of some Mm. degree before getting a job Mm. um so employers could see what i could do Mm -hmm. um so yeah i think i did i built three websites um before actually going and applying for jobs and i wanted to tie it in with when my son was starting school which was last September so I sort of had in my head when you know a sort of goalpost mm. of when I wanted to start looking for work wow so yeah I mean just to underline this you you were doing all of this whilst looking after your son I mean this is that's just an incredible journey of of uh changing career whilst caring for people it's nuts yeah, yeah hats off to you um, so talk me through your first charity site. Cause that is super interesting. You, uh, you did a diabetes detection site for dogs. 
Yeah. So <laughs> basically cool. what it is, um, there's a couple of charities out there where they found that dogs are able to detect when type 1 diabetics blood sugars change. Right. So particularly with hypo, so when the blood sugars drop very low, the dogs are able to alert the person or a family member to say, look, something's going on. Um, you know, you need to sort it out. Mm. Um, I was fortunate enough to have one myself. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he absolutely changed my life. Mm. Um, but yeah, my friend um, started up the charity Hypo Hounds. And yeah, fabulous name. I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, and when they first started, she was doing constant record keeping. So she was getting her clients to send in um paper copies of her blood of their blood glucose levels mm-hmm. and then the alert diaries mm-hmm. and then she was then having to marry both of them together which obviously took her a long time so i proposed to her that why don't i build your web application so your clients can put all their blood sugars and the alerts all in one place <laughs> and then you can have an admin panel where you can go in and look at whoever's mm and mm. yeah hopefully save her some time mm. and of course she was totally up for this and and yeah and it sort Brilliant. of went from there really Brilliant. so yeah yeah wow yeah. wow so how, how how does a dog detect uh, uh type one literally just by smell just by smell sense sense of smell is incredible right um as like an example i heard that if you dropped a pinprick of blood into a swimming pool they would be able to smell that that droplet of blood wow it's that acute wow. um gosh i didn't know that so, yeah yeah Jeez. yeah it's insane how and they can, amazing their noses are and then they can tell whether or not you you are in at, at a certain threshold mm-hmm and then, oh, right. and then, what you record that on your phone or something on the on the site? Yep, yep. So what yeah. the person would do is, yeah, if the dog alerts, um, they would do a blood test to check how they were doing. They would then, yeah, go onto the website and log time, um, what they were doing at the time, the blood sugar levels, what the dog did as an alert any comments but it's mm. also been interesting that they found that um the dogs could also pick up in advance before the blood sugar meter when the blood sugars were dropping oh wow so it's like an early warning system mm, that's it gosh so, so i've just realized as we're talking that we've actually gone full circle because you said that you know because you 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 know you've lost your, your the driving license because of uh, your diabetes and then you came out of a job and then you did a uh, an office thing and then that stopped and then you learned development but then you built an app to detect your own that is amazing so you've actually yeah. you've actually built something that has helped your situation people will like you yeah yeah absolutely you know i i wanted whatever That's i was going to be building to be you know, to make a difference to somebody's yeah. life and to make life a bit easier, especially when you've got type one. There's so many things mm. going on and so many things you need to think about. Mm-hmm. 
Um, that actually, if I could just make a quick app where they can just quickly log it um, and everything just literally yeah. takes seconds. Yeah. And it saves time for both them having to, you know, get everything to the CEO and everything for review. Um, yeah, it was just making people's lives easier. Wow. Which is, yeah. That must have been really rewarding to do. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. Absolutely. Mm. yeah that's it especially when you know i sort of go on and i can see oh yeah this person's using it every day and using it properly and wow everything yeah gosh i guess with that there would be a high level of what javascript and php involved in that php it was all pretty much php so um I now use um, Laravel Forge for deployment, but my first site I did configured all the server myself, <laughs> and that took a long time and a lot of stress. And I did whoop very, very loudly when it finally. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> so, good. yeah, that was definitely yeah. That whole project was a massive sort of confidence boost. Mm, yeah, um, a big, a big win. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Um, and and so that was one of your projects for the portfolio, is that right? Yeah. 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 So so can you talk me through the process then of 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 landing a job? You've you've got your portfolio, you've built some sites. So so what did you do to look for for work? This is another really random story. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> so one morning I was out walking Toby on the forest and we saw one of our sort of buddy walkers mm-hmm. and um, she had become a mum and was talking about going back to work and, you know, her husband's, you know, talking about it. And I was like, oh, what does he do? And mm-hmm. she goes, oh, he's a web developer. And I was like, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, and she goes, yeah, he actually works just sort of across the road. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Mm. And she says, you know, email the managing director there. He'll be more than happy to give you advice um, and everything. So do that. So, of course, I did. Mm. So I got home and I looked up the website and I wrote an email um, to to the boss and sort of said, I'm not quite ready yet to start looking for a job, but is there any advice you could give me? And he said the biggest thing Mm. is getting out there socially and meeting other developers. Mm. Um, So the first one I sort of went to was like a bar camp um, sort of coding thing, which was really good. So everyone doing sort of ad hoc talks Mm -hmm. and meeting other people. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was really fun. Um, I then sort of got involved with a women in web um, group, mm-hmm. um, which was nice, sort of meeting other female developers sure. and yeah. designers. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and then more recently, which was how I landed my agency role, um, I came across through Twitter um, a local agency that do um, meetups mm-hmm. um, called Creative X Business. Mm-hmm. And what they do is um they organize yeah meetups for creatives so the devs um and designers and local business people so it was getting people together to see how 
um, how they could help each other, really. Right. Um, so I went along to that and thought, oh, this is really cool, you know. Um, and then, yeah, I was coming up to, you know, Lewis Selton School last year and I was like, maybe I'll drop them an email just to see, you know. Mm. Um, yeah, if I had any jobs going and, yeah, I was offered an interview. And, yeah, got a job and I was like, oh, my goodness me. <laughs> so, yeah, that was through sort of networking um, that is such an interesting story because mm-hmm. that is um that is i guess what you would class as a non-traditional route into yeah. a career because you you're you're not going through any job boards you're not talking to any recruiters you are well first of all you talk to the md uh through an email to ask advice you are extremely mm-hmm. honest by saying that you weren't ready Um, and and we're going to pick that apart in just a second. Um, (laughs) and then you, and then you went to a user group, uh, and then you, you got in touch with, with them and yeah, I mean, that's very direct. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I applaud your approach. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, agency work wasn't for me, Mm. certainly being a very new sort of junior developer trying to knowing the fast pace that agency work sure was sure um yeah i just quickly sort of realized like oh i'm not quite sure if i'm quite ready for agency pace work but again it was really random yeah. getting the job i'm in now yeah. um because i wasn't actively looking and i took my son to the estate where this office block this place is and uh, he was playing on his scooter and saw saw this company and I was like well what are they all about and they had a junior Laravel developer role going right so oh both my jobs in my short career so far have been very yeah randomly (laughs) sort of come into my life so that's fantastic that is so inspiring can I can I just may I just ask about when you sent the your your initial email to that first uh I I think you said it the the managing director of that first company and you said that you 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 weren't quite ready yet Mm. can you explain what ready means what how did you get to the point of going I'm ready now I think at that point I was halfway through the um partnership diary um for the charity mm-hmm. so i knew i was on my way mm-hmm. um but yeah my skills weren't quite i felt my skills weren't quite ready um to meet somebody else's expectations because right. obviously we're doing my project work it was yeah it was yeah. only myself that to you know yeah, yeah. um and everything so yeah I think it was once I felt I had more of a solid base Mm -hmm. to my understanding Mm -hmm. um and I've still got so much more to learn Mm. um we all do which I love yeah yeah absolutely and and yeah so I think yeah it was once I felt confident in myself that Mm. you know Mm. I could yeah yeah, it was interesting sort of getting to that point. Yeah, yeah. So you, you felt more comfortable with uh, with your skills and with the fact that you could, you know, actually apply and become in this industry 
um because it's one thing of it's one thing knowing the skills and then it's another thing being in the industry and having all the pressure and everything that doesn't come with the Udemy courses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So right now you're you're um a developer this is your second role, right? Right now. Yeah. Um and you're a Laravel a junior Laravel dev. What's yeah. that like? Yeah, no, it's good. It took me a long while to get my head around somebody else's code. <laughs> Um, not that it was bad or anything, but just purely that I've just been so used to looking at yeah. high stuff, knowing where everything is. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just everyone has a slightly different way of doing things. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's taken a bit, um, and everything. And yeah, getting used to, mm-hmm. particularly now being remote working, sort of different sort of communication skills. Right. Um, and everything because yeah I was used to yeah I've also learned that I can be a bit of a I'm determined to fix this bug by myself and I'll google everything to the hilt mm-hmm. and then still get to like a mm, I'm still, <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is it. as I'm learning now that actually to get to a point where I think, right, I've truly got to a point where I can't figure it out. I do need to ask for help. And then, yeah, and the team are really good in doing that for me and saying, oh, well, it's because of this method or this, that and the other. And it'd be like, oh, okay, yeah. I get it now. Yeah, yeah. So, it takes, yeah. you know, it, it for me at least, it took a lot of guts to 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 even acknowledge the fact that I couldn't find the solution, and I needed someone else's help because I always felt like I needed to please, right? So it was always yeah. it was always like you know I, I would I was fearful for being looked down at for asking a question, and in fact, it's the other way around. If you ask a question, then it shows that you care about the solution. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 So, so can I ask what kind of projects that you do at the moment on on Laravel? Yes, at the moment we've got um, three main platforms. Mm-hmm. So we've got a CRM based platform um, for account managing. Um, it's all around rentals of co working space, yeah. um, with bookings, meetings, creating invoices, credit notes. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also been involved with like the onboarding of new pers- or new clients. Right. Um, oh, so cool. setting up their platforms. Yeah. Um, and then altering um, any of the templates so it's more to their needs because mm-hmm. everybody likes to have slightly different invoices and want different things. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, it should be interesting now because of the lockdown that we're obviously not getting the client starts. Mm. Um, like we would do normally that we can actually start getting into more of doing things with the features and having some more fun time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah. So can, can we, can we talk about the, um, any kind of advice that you would give to, to, um, people who are looking to switch careers into development? Do, Do you have any, um, do you have any advice for those people? Um, I think, yeah, definitely ask advice, even whether, and 
yeah, from someone you know, mm -hmm. um, learn as much as you can. Social, whether it, even if it's like Twitter, mm. getting, getting to know people in the dev world. Um, YouTube was mm. another favorite thing for me was, you know, researching from different and everyone, like I say, everybody codes slightly differently. So mm -hmm. it's, mm. yeah, definitely do lots of research with YouTube. Yeah. And yeah, I think if it's something you really want, then yeah, battle it because it's going to be worth it in the end. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do, do you, if, if I was to say to your, um, uh, yourself when you were starting Carework that you would be a developer and you would build an application that helped dogs detect diabetes, <laughs> <laughs> what would you say? Yeah, I wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't believe it. <laughs> because, yeah, I just, yeah, I'd never had that confidence in my Mm. sort of skills on mm. that sort of level mm -hmm. so yeah i would have been like no one looked clever enough <laughs> to do anything like that <laughs> oh this is such a fascinating story um are you are you able to um are you are you able to talk about any kind of things that may have surprised you in development that you um that you didn't expect i think a lot of it is the social right. side of it. I wasn't expecting there to be so many social groups out there for people in development. That was a real surprise when I actually started yeah. looking. And that was something I really didn't expect because it's like working on your computer. I just thought it was literally. Yeah, I blame, I blame the media for that. I really do. Because they, they, whenever they've got a program on TV, he's sort of hunched over a screen and he's wearing a black hoodie yeah. and he's in a basement. Yeah, in a dark room. <laughs> in a dark room. Yeah, yeah. No, we're, we're quite a sociable bunch sometimes. <laughs> yeah, 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 which, you know, is lovely because, yeah, I am, I am a sociable person mm. and everything. Mm. So it's nice to, you know, yeah, be involved in that sort of side of things. And yeah, so I think that was, yeah, a big pleasant surprise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Throughout this throughout this journey, um, would is there anything that you would have done differently if you had to do it again? I think I would have kept with learning all the raw PHP and stuff first, because mm -hmm. there's still some PHP stuff, and I'm like. What does that do? Which I'm now learning more now, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and everything. So yeah, I think I would have, you know, done a full PHP course before moving on to Laravel. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's a sort of retrospective thing. I wish I had done, yeah. given myself more of a solid footing. Um, but at least now we're doing the courses now just purely on PHP, it makes a lot more sense because I've already yeah. got a broader background to it. Yeah, it's like uh, I see it like re-watching a film and then realising little things that you didn't pick up in the first time. You're like, oh, yeah, that, yeah. that, that, that that's there because of that. I uh, gotcha. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, certainly with, with my work, they've got, um, another application which is purely PHP mm -hmm. and they were like oh it'd be good for you to get to know this and of course I looked at it and I was like oh 
what is all this? Mm. <laughs> so it's been quite interesting to play with that as well mm. and, you know, get mm. to, you know, use some and see, you know, pure PHP mm. being mm. used as well rather than just frameworks. Yeah. All the time. Um, where do you think your career is going to go go from here? Where would you like it to go? To be honest, I'm quite happy as I am at the moment. Excellent. I think because it's such a big change for me. Yeah. And everything. I think it's, yeah, I'm quite happy where I am at the moment. And, yeah, obviously progressing my skills mm. and everything. And, yeah, certainly want to work more on JavaScript mm-hmm. and understanding view a lot more mm-hmm. um so yeah i think you certainly can't get bored in this line of work <laughs> no it's changing all the time <laughs> mm. <laughs> wonderful yeah. wonderful well thank you ever so much uh emily for for having spending your time here um is there anything that you would like to add no i don't think so um yeah no just Thank you to you and all the other people that do courses and do YouTube videos to just help inspire mm. us newbies that are coming from a completely different background. You know, yeah, it really makes a difference. Excellent. I find these uh, conversations absolutely fascinating because when it boils down to it, it's not about the code. It's about the people behind it and that mm. everybody has a very different story. Um, of how they got into into coding um so i found this incredibly fascinating you've been a fantastic guest how can people reach you emily uh well i'm on twitter um yeah when my son allows me to (laughs) you know be on my phone he's five and likes to nag me (laughs) um but yeah certainly twitter um is the main one definitely wonderful i'll put links to all of these things in the show notes below as well as to your to your portfolio if that's okay Mm, yes absolutely excellent um before we go there is one question there is one question that i ask every uh, guest on the show and it changes every every season and this question is if you could spend time learning something that isn't coding what would it be and why I think probably body biomechanics because I'm also really interested. I do a lot of workouts and enjoy doing fitness stuff. So I would really enjoy to understand sort of biomechanics and gosh, stuff like that with exercise, especially with my diabetes because right. high intensity exercise with the adrenaline makes my blood sugars go high uh-huh. and strength training makes your blood sugars go low so it's a real sort of balancing act Mm. um on so many levels so yeah i would really like to you know if i had the time to study that and understand more why my body responds certain ways to certain exercises Mm. Mm. that's brilliant yeah that that question that i ask is such a an interesting one because it's because i can't predict the answer biomechanics you are the first to say biomechanics yeah. <laughs> that's about yourself oh gosh oh uh, <laughs> i think i i think for um my 
I think I would need to learn how to paint or learn how to draw. It would have to be something where it wasn't on screen. Um, and, uh, I could just concentrate, um, uh, creating something nice. (laughs) So we've got a little, you want to say hello? No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, Emily, I best let you go. Thank you ever so much for coming on the show. You've been fantastic. It's been very interesting. Um, and, uh, I wish you well in the future. Take care. And for those watching on the YouTubes and listening on the podcasts, happy coding, everybody. I'll see you again soon. Cheers. Bye.